Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTSExamTrainingCourses.com and Members Academy. This is a podcast that helps you prepare for the IELTS test while you get on with the rest of your life. The aim of this podcast is to take you through different parts of the exam, from the reading to the listening to the writing and speaking, so that you familiarise yourself with the topics and you get a little bit of practice and advice and strategies at the same time. Today I'm going to do another listening, it's a section four again, Um, just because I'm away from my computer and I brought some tests and tape scripts with me and some of them don't all match up, but this one does, thank goodness. This is a section four and it's called Ethnography in Business. First of all, don't worry about that scary word in the title. I don't know what it means either. If there is a scary word, then IELTS will give you a definition to help you understand. It's not trying to trick you. So the first uh, thing you need to do is to quickly look through to see for any other, to look for any other help you can find. So first of all, there's the definition right under the title. It says ethnography is research which explores human cultures. And when you skip through the first page of the questions, it's questions 31 to 36, you'll see that um, everything in the note form, it's a gap fill, uh, it's a gap fill set of questions, sorry, so everything is in note form. So there are bullet points and there are headings. So those bullet points and headings will help you help you keep on track as you go through the listening. Um, The first gap is a little bit about the background of ethnography and then it comes on to examples of ethnographic research in business. And there are five examples and they're kitchen equipment, cell phones, computer companies, hospitals and airlines. And there is one gap for each example. So that again will help you keep on track so that you don't lose your place. So you know if they're talking about kitchen equipment, you have to focus, concentrate for that gap and then when it goes on to cell phones just move on so if you missed the first one about kitchen equipment move on make sure that you don't lose your place so as I said first of all there's a little bit of background and it says ethnography can be used in business and there are two bullet points the first bullet point is the gap it says to investigate customer needs and something else And then the second point is to help companies develop new designs. So again, when you get to any mention of new designs, you will know that it's time to move on to the next uh, gap. So I'm going to read the background information and we're looking for that gap. How can ethnography be used in business to investigate customer needs and something else? So... Here goes, this is the lecture. What I'm going to talk about to you today is something called ethnography. Ethnography, I don't know. This is a type of research aimed at exploring the way human cultures work. It was first developed for use in anthropology and it's also been used in sociology and communication studies. So, what's it got to do with business, you may ask? Well, businesses are finding that ethnography can offer them deeper insight into the possible needs of customers 
either present or future, as well as providing valuable information about their attitudes towards existing products. And ethnography can also help companies to design new products or services that customers really want. Okay, so two things to mention there. First of all, this is a good example of the signals that the lecturer will give you to introduce the answer. One signal was a rhetorical question, so a question which she doesn't expect to be answered. She's kind of asking it to herself. She says, so what's it got to do with business, you may ask? So that tells you that the answer is coming. And another thing that tells you the answer is coming is something like this. Well, just a simple well, businesses are finding that blah, blah, blah. And that kind of introduces you to the answer. So when she says, well, she says businesses are finding ethnography can offer them deeper insight into possible needs of customers. So that we've already had that in the question to investigate customer needs. So we're looking for the next part and it says, as well as. Now this word, as well as, tells you that it's the second piece of information that you're looking for as well as providing valuable information about their attitudes towards existing products. Now, that's a long line of information and you're only allowed in this case to use one word. Always check the instructions. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's two, even three. This one I forgot to mention to you is only one word. So, what can we take out of providing valuable information about their attitudes towards existing products? Well, providing valuable information is all meaning, you know, part of the investigation that they investigate customer needs and customer something else. So what does it give us information about? Well, it gives us valuable information about their attitudes so the customer's attitudes towards existing products. Again, that's five words. So what's the key word? Well, the key word is their attitudes. And then the extra information is towards existing products. So we've still got their attitudes. So which word would you choose? Well, of course, the, the word which carries the information, the answer is attitudes. Their only applies uh, relates to the the customers, the attitudes of the customers. So the answer there is attitudes, and make sure you remember the plural s. Let's come now to the next question or the set of questions, and it's actually got a heading. It says examples of ethnographic research in business. And that's the heading. And then, as I said, it gives you five examples. The first one is kitchen equipment. The bullet point says researchers found that cooks could not easily see the something in measuring cups. So try to picture this. You've got cooks and they're using measuring cups, but they can't see something. If you've ever cooked and tried to use a measuring cup, you'll know exactly what the answer is. <laughs> But it's not so easy here. I'm going to read it and I'll t let you work it out. So 
Let's look at some examples of how ethnographic research works in business. One team of researchers did a project for a company manufacturing kitchen equipment. They watched how cooks used measuring cups to measure out things like sugar and flour. They saw that the cooks had to check and recheck the contents because although the measuring cups had numbers inside them, the cooks couldn't see these, usel- e- see these easily. So a new design of cup was developed to overcome this problem. And it was a top seller. Now, um, I stumbled there because um, when I look at my answer paper, I can see that I made a mistake here. Um, for number 32, it said they saw that the cooks had to check and recheck the contents. So my answer was the contents. But that is not the right answer. Why did they have to check and recheck the contents? Well, because although the measuring cups had numbers inside them, the cooks couldn't see these easily. So the question was, what was the thing that the cooks could not easily see? And the answer, of course, they could see the contents, but they could not see the numbers inside the measuring cups. So the answer is the numbers, or one word, numbers, and it's plural S. So you can see, you know, when we talk about how easy it can be to get tricked, um, I, I wouldn't have got full points there because I put contents. I was tricked by that. But now, of course, I can see the tape script and it's obvious. <laughs> but, you know, when you're stressed, you're pushed for time, you're looking at other things, you, you make mistakes. That's normal. Don't worry about it. Just move on. So that's important to move on because I think that held me back there. Just keep going. Next section is cell phones. It says, in Uganda, customers paid to use the cell phones of entrepreneurs. These customers wanted to check the something used. So what did they want to check? Notice the something used is the something which was used. But because it's in note form, they just put used. So... Imagine customers are borrowing or paying to borrow the cell phones of entrepreneurs. What do you think the the customers would like to check? Well, let's listen. Another team of ethnographic researchers looked at how cell phones were used in Uganda in Africa. They found that people who didn't have their own phones could pay to use the phones of local entrepreneurs. Because these customers paid in advance for their calls, they were eager to know how much time they'd spent on the call so far. So the phone company designed phones for use globally with this added feature. So is this guessable? It says they were eager to know how much time they had spent on the call so far? So the answer is, they wanted to check the time used.
Question 34. Question 34 is all about computer companies. And here's the gap. It says, there was a need to develop something to improve communication between system administrators and colleagues. So what did they need to develop to improve communication between system administrators and colleagues? There's a trick here, so listen carefully. Ethnographic research has also been carried out in computer companies. In one company, IT system administrators were observed for several weeks. It was found that a large amount of their work involved communicating with colleagues in order to solve problems, but that they didn't have a standard way of exchanging information from spreadsheets and so on. So the team came up with an idea for software that would help them to do this. So we know that they didn't have a standard way of exchanging information from spreadsheets and they needed a way to improve this. So what was the answer? Well, the team came up with an idea for software that would help them to do this. So the answer there is software. Possibly guessable, need to develop software to improve communication, possibly. Next question is about hospitals. It says, nurses needed to access information about something in different parts of the hospital. So again, can we guess what kind of information about what would nurses need to get in the hospital? Well, let's listen. In another piece of research, a team observed and talked to nurses working in hospitals. This led to the recognition that the nurses needed to access the computer records of their patients no matter where they were. This led to the development of a portable computer tablet that allowed the nurses to check records in locations throughout the hospitals. Now we've got lots of things that the nurses needed. They needed to access computer records. They needed to check computer records. So you could see there could be a trick there. Um, they needed to access information about, you might think it's well records, but no, records are the information. What were these records about? Well, these records were about their patients. As it says, their computer records of their patients, no matter where they were. So the answer is patients. And the reason I think they chose that word is because it is a homophone, I think is the right word. Imagine the word patient as an adjective. Patience as a noun is spelt with a C-E. But here we need patient as a person. So somebody who is in hospital is a patient and we need it in the plural. So you just add the S. So it's a difficult spelling here. It's P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. 
And I do believe that is probably why they chose that particular gap. Tricky one. Last one for today is all about airlines. And the gap is this. It says, respondents recorded information about their something while traveling. So what did they record information about while they were traveling? So occasionally research can be done even in environments where the researchers can't be present. For example, in one project done for an airline, respondents used their smartphones to record information during airline trips in a study aiming at tracking the emotions of passengers during a flight. So again, a lot of information, but you only need one word. So we know that the passengers are recording information on their smartphones. But what are they recording information about? Well, all we know is that this study is aimed at tracking the emotions of passengers during a flight. So tracking the emotions of passengers during a flight brings us to the word the emotions and the one word answer therefore is emotions. Um, not smartphones, not tracking, not passengers. It's everything that they, the passengers would record and that would be information about their emotions with a plural S. But again, I do think they're testing your spelling here, the T-I spelling of sh. It often comes up, same as we had in patients. So emotions, E-M-O-T-I-O-N-S. And the T-I spelling of sh is, is very often tested. So that could be one thing to write a nice list of for yourself to re review and to memorize the spellings of those words. Okay, I'm going to stop there. I'll, get, I'll do the second half tomorrow. Remember, when I get back, I'll put all of this onto my website, which is ieltsetc.com, and you can download the worksheet there. It's not there at the moment, I'm sorry, but as soon as I'm home, I will make that for you. So thanks very much for listening today. Um, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to post on Facebook or Instagram or get in touch through my website. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye bye.